up squad it's maddie aka mads tads on instagram as some of you probably know me better that way i'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so i can take you outside the four walls that is soul cycle and into the world beyond the bike former Hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at SoulCycle, I'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where I am today and hopefully how we're gonna get to our next best versions of ourselves. Stick around, it's gonna be a wild ride. This is Mads Tad's Beyond the Bike. What up, what up, squad? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How are you? <laughs> we back, we back, we back. Okay, I first starters, starters. Apologies. I feel like I get on my soapbox and I preach about consistency. And then this week, I, I honestly just, the week got away from me. I am back in Boston now for my brief stint down in Hilton Head. My heart is defrosted. I feel great. Um, It was Memorial Day weekend, which I truly hope you got to take a moment to honor what Memorial Day is truly about and also just send out some gratitude, some love out into the universe for all that we do have, the freedoms that we do have, and all of that goodness even during these trying times that continue into week 10, into week 11, I don't even know, 100 million days, 181 days. Who knows how many days it is. Uh, Apologies on that because I do understand that consistency is key. And this week, you know what, I, I launched my new coaching program, Tribe Fearless, Eight-week mindset emergence, spiritual smackdown. Uh, this is the spring class. It's the first one I've ever done. So I was inundated with that. And then I was traveling and I was sta- flying standby. And that was super stressful. And I was like, oh my God, all amidst quarantine and COVID. So as you can imagine, I am a little bit behind this week, but I adore you. And I'm here now ready to talk to you about something that I think is so freaking amazing and so, so, so important. And it's signs. Yes, yes, like this song. I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes and now, 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 something like that. Signs. I have been, I think I've talked about these on certain other episodes and things like that, but while I was in Hilton Head, I saw such an insane amount of signs that it made me want to talk about them and talk about uh, the rules of signs, how you can call them in, how they work. So a little backstory. Um, I have been a follower of Gabby Bernstein for so freaking long, like, forever and ever and ever and always and when I went to see her last she talked about I can't remember if she was buying a house or having a baby there was I think it was when she was buying her house outside of New York City and she asked the universe for an owl and there was this whole story and it's so amazing and Honestly, if you Google it, it'll probably come up, but she's driving somewhere and she's like going back and forth. Should she, should she not? She asks the universe for an owl. She puts it out there. She puts it out there. She's driving somewhere and really like muddling over the decision and a car drives by and I think there's like a sticker of a giant owl on the back. 
something like that where like the sign showed up in her life. So forever and always since then and just in general, I have asked the universe for signs. Um, I just think that looking for signs is kind of like believing in magic, like the Harry, I think the Dumbledore quote, though the magic will always be available to those who believe. I probably butchered that. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so apologies. I don't have the jargon completely correct, the quote completely correct, but you get the gist of it. Like the book, The Big Friendly Giant, I'm always chasing magic, chasing magic, mystic signs. I think in the podcast where I I always talk about asking for yellow labs or Labrador retrievers, ever since Daisy passed away, I always think that's a sign as if I'm like having a really tough day, I like close my eyes, I'm like, universe, I need a lab today. And like nine times out of 10, I will run into a Labrador puppy or something will happen where I'm just like, oh, wow okay, thank you for the reminder that I'm here, I'm grounded, I'm doing all the things, I'm in I'm in it and I'm in the place I should be and keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep walking into this experience or whatever I'm walking into at the time. So my particular favorite story about signs is I can't remember what was happening or what was going on, but I was on my way to my 9.30 Beacon Hill class. And I think usually I ask for signs when I'm feeling either particularly down or just, I just feel out of sorts, not grounded. I feel like I just need a little light, a little a little pop in my day to just keep me going. So I'm on my way to Beacon Hill. I don't remember what was going on in particular or where I really was, but I, I woke up and I was like, I, universe, I need a sign today. I need a sign. Give me a sign, baby. So... I'm walking, I get to Charles Street, and I see a, a, a cute younger guy, I have no idea what his age was, um, and he's, he's walking a brand new chocolate lab puppy. So naturally, I run up, and I'm like, oh my god, like, hi, may I pet your dog, you know, ask the whole thing, and I get down, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a lab puppy, so then, like, my heart feels happy, because I'm thinking of Daisy, and, like, all the things, and I look up at the guy, and I'm like, what's her name, because I think she had, like, a pink collar on or something, something, uh, and he looks at me, and he goes, her name's Maddie, and I was like, oh my goodness gracious, thank you, universe, holy shit, holy shit, holy shirts and pants, so I, that was one particular where I was stopped dead in my tracks, because I was like, what is, what are the chances that I ask for a lab puppy, and then also that the lab puppy's name is my name, I was like, okay, I'm listening, I hear you, I'm open and able to receive today, let's freaking go. A couple rules about signs. So a lot of people like to sometimes dissect what they see or feel like if they ask for a sign and it doesn't show up that it means that they're not going in the right direction or what they're doing is wrong or um, not right. And so the way I have, I've made up a couple rules about signs. Kind of like in Aladdin when you rub the lamp and he's like, I can't bring people back from the dead. Like the three rules of the genie. That's like the rules of signs are that it, it can never mean something negative. Uh, it can never be something that is not beautiful and positive and something that's going to help you manifest and go in the right direction. 
it cannot derail you in your life in any way. It can't hurt you. It can't do any, basically anything bad or negative is not what a sign is about. It can deter you from making a decision, say, but I don't like to put like finite rules on it. Like if I don't see this dog today, then I'm not going to say yes to this thing because you might not see it in that moment in that day and also your mind might be too cloudy to actually be open to receiving the sign so the rules are a little more gray in that sense they're not so finite like this is right this is wrong do this don't do that and that they are only positive and only bringing in good powerful positive things positivity keep it positive yeah that is how signs work And how I know them to be true is when you're really open to receiving them, when you're constantly looking. For instance, I am constantly seeing the number 1111, 1111, 1111, which if you know anything about angel numbers, you know that is a huge number and packs so much spiritual power. But so much of this is just about opening your eyes and actually believing and seeing. It's like the whole... The whole thing about manifesting is you have to be open to it. You have to really be walking into it wholeheartedly and not being skeptical or in disbelief because then they won't show up in your life. So when I was in uh, Hilton Head, I was seeing cardinals like crazy. Actually, let me back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We'll get there. We'll get there. I was filming a video Uh, I think it was arms and abs in my backyard at my house. It was the first time I had gone back to my house during COVID. And I was nervous. And I was like, should I be here? Should I not be around my parents? Whatever. And I was really like, gosh, like I just, I was just really beating myself up in a like this battle of, this moral battle inside my chest, inside my soul, if you will. And I was in the backyard and I was like just kind of having a moment. And um, a cardinal came up and just perched itself in the backyard and I hadn't really thought about cardinals in a while and if you look up the meaning of cardinals it means that somebody is visiting you from from beyond from somebody who's passed away and the funny thing about my house in Rhode Island is we live in my grandma's old house so there's already so much spiritual charge there Whereas every room has a memory and a different memory of where it is now. The kitchen looks completely different than when I was a kid. And I remember what it looked like then and eating grilled cheeses with Coca-Cola in the morning with my grandma. And I was like, is this allowed? And I remember my grandma, her name was Rosemary, would always be like, yeah, we can do whatever we want, you know. And so when I had looked that up, every time I see a cardinal now, I I always say, hey, Rosemary, or hey, Daisy, because those two we'll just call Daisy a person those two people I feel like are always visiting me from beyond from the other side so we'll go back to where we were we'll go back to where we were I'm down in Hilton Head and I start seeing cardinals when I tell you like crazy I I felt like I was in I was literally the I don't know, I felt like I was in an altered state, almost like in a spiritual place between earth and beyond because I, the amount of cardinals I was seeing, they were sitting on, they were following me on runs. They were showing up on the patios. I was biking at one point and I looked up from my bike and the street I was on was Red Cardinal Road. 
I mean, they were just showing up everywhere. And I remember on my last run, I saw a cardinal and I said something like, stay with me, Daisy. I always like call out to her like she's still here because I believe she still is. Always the people that we love or our pets that we love are always, they stay with us and that's how we keep them alive. I said, stay with me, Daisy. And I ran another mile and then another cardinal swooped across across the um, path. And I was just like, wow. And I find it powerful and it gives you so much inner strength to keep going in whatever direction you're in. For instance, when I said, stay with me, Daisy, I was, I think at mile six and I think I ran eight miles that day and I was like, gosh, I don't think I can. I don't think I can. And I was like, asked for the sign. I asked for it and this sign presented itself. A lot of times I feel like We don't ask for what we want. We just assume that it'll come to us or we assume that someone's going to give it to us or things are just going to show up for us in our life or the path that we're walking. When in reality, we have to ask for what we want. We have to ask. We have to put it out there. We have to speak it into existence. We have to whisper it out. We have to yell it out, shout it out from the mountain into the universe. This is what I want. I'm open to receive. Please show me what you got. Show me what you got. And... So that was a reminder that day and the signs kept showing up. The cardinals kept showing up. Also, I started to see female cardinals. So if anything about birds, I sound like a crazy bird watcher. But honestly, I'm becoming a crazy bird watcher because a lot of signs you will read about come in the form of birds, whether it be owls, cardinals, blue jays, uh bluebirds is a new one I saw in South Carolina, which they mean like join. All these different things. So birds are really cool to see when they show up in your path. But I digress. So cardinals, the male cardinals, super, super red, super vibrant. Think of like that deep, you know, if you close your eyes and you think of what a cardinal looks like. it's That's the one you see in the books. But a female cardinal is more of like a dark brownish color, like a orangey, almost like bourbon if you will. And I started to then see female cardinals everywhere. And that just kind of re like re-upped my belief in the fact that it was either Daisy or my grandma visiting me and saying, keep going. You're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. You got this. Um, and all that. So I thought that was really cool just to talk about. And then I also believe that Signs can come in the form of songs as well as animals and numbers. So being an instructor at SoulCycle and a dancer and all the other things in my life, music has always been such a huge part of it. And I used to play a game, I think when I first started teaching and I would go live on Instagram and stuff, I used to play this game in my car where it's kind of like the book game where I put my hands over the book and I say, universe, what do I need today? And I open it and the page just kind of resonates with wherever I am in my life nine times out of ten. It's an amazing practice and again, one that I learned from Gabby Bernstein. So basically this whole podcast is a huge plug for Gabby, so shout out to her. I used to play this like music roulette where I would get in my car and the first song I would hear would be like some theme for the day or like the mood of the day or like sometimes be a sign for where I was at in my day. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't depending on how crazy your shuffle library is and as a soul cycle instructor, fitness enthusiast. Mine is pretty wild. So as you can imagine, some days it'd be so spot on and some days I'd be like, 
okay, like, yeah, maybe, maybe not this one. Maybe you go to like the next one or something. But I had to tell this story because if you've written in my class post my dog passing away and recently before COVID, I had been playing as a soulful song, Miranda Lambert's The House That Built Me. And it showed up for me now, that same song, two different times where I just, I literally had to pick my jaw up off the ground because the sign was, it was so, it was so unexpected and so out of left field that I had to stop in my tracks and be like, wow, something's going on here. Some There's some form of vibrational, spiritual energy happening here that I have to lean into. So the first time it happened, we were on a call for all of Soul Cycle uh, during COVID. And as you can imagine, it's super tense and it's super, uh, there's a lot of anxiety and anxiousness because we all don't really know what's going to happen. And it's scary, but we're trying to lean into it with as much grace as we can while also trying to keep our community together, keep our colleagues together, all the things, as I imagine so many companies are trying to do right now, we're all trying to do all the things we can to keep, to salvage what we have. And there is a, uh, one of our colleagues, her name is Mary. She comes on at the end of the call and gives this like motivational speech or just saying, and I'm listening and I didn't know who she was. Sometimes we don't know who every single person is at corporate and what they do um, as we're out in the field running from studio to studio teaching completely different portions of the business. So when she came on, she started talking and giving inspiration about soul and she mentions the Miranda Lambert song, House That Built Me, having to do with um, her love for soul and and all this stuff. And I, I had full neck even now talking about it, my hair on my arms is standing up because I was just like, what are, the ch- what are the chances in the world of that happening? And I sat with it. And I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. I'm open to receive. I'm listening. And lastly, the last part of the Miranda Lambert story to wrap it all up in a nice little bow. I was on the beach reading a book and it's my favorite time of evening. It's always around five, between five to seven as the sun is setting and it's like the hazy, lazy part of the beach day where some people are packing up but the sun is still super warm and you don't really want to leave the beach. It's like my favorite time to be on the beach is like late, late, late in the, like early evening, but very late in the afternoon. I don't know if that made sense. Hopefully it does. And I was feeling really sad, you know, throughout this whole process, the emotions are, are like that. And they're not even like, I wouldn't even say they're like a roller coaster. They're more like that ride. Uh, I know you know the ride I'm talking about. They, the ride is, they're not even at, like, they're at carnivals, and it's always, like, it's either, like, an Egyptian sphinx or a uh, Viking boat, and they go up and down on either side, and depending on where you are in the height, you kind of, like, feel the zero Gs, and, like, actually now thinking about it right now, it makes my stomach drop. It makes me feel a little sick. That's kind of, like, 
how it feels, the waves of emotion um, with COVID. So whatever was going on that day, I was just feeling a little sad, a little lonely. I feel out of touch with just my people and my community and just, like I said, it comes in waves. So I was packing up for the day and I was like, you know, I just want to go down and like touch the water one last time and just have myself a moment. And as I'm walking down the beach, I see this lady, she's sitting by herself and she has, and I, and I remember because it was so vivid, I'm walking down and the beach was like really long. So to get from where I was to the water, it was like a good walk. And you know, you're a little self-conscious because you're in your bikini and you feel like everybody's looking at you, you know, that walk to the water. And um, I walk by this lady and she has this big yellow DeWalt, DeWalt uh, speaker playing and the song that's playing is Miranda Lambert's House That Built Me. And I wasn't going to say anything, but I, I felt like a wave of like, I felt like my lump in my throat immediately. Like even talking about it now, it's just like, wow, wow, wow. Okay, universe, I hear you. I hear you and I'll keep going and I'll keep riding this out. And I wasn't going to say anything to the lady and I went up to her and I was like, I have to say that thank you for playing. I said something like, I love this song. Like, thank you. Uh, or you have no idea what the song means to me. I, it was such a sign for me today. And she looked at me and she was like, yeah, it's such a great song. Like, and we just kind of like looked at each other and it was like an understood moment. Um, and then I walked down to the water and, you know, splashed around and packed up my stuff and left the beach. But point being is signs are so powerful And the magic is always there for those who believe. Seeing is not believing, but closing your eyes and asking for the signs, for the magic. That's the most important part about running into these things. All about the signs. I'm all about the magic, all about the manifesting, and all about the universe. So if this was a little woo for you and a little over your head on this one, I don't know what to tell you, but I just wanted to share those stories with you because during these times, I think it's so powerful to really be walking into each day, maybe looking for a sign, seeking magic, and seeking something beyond yourself, a higher power, the universe, all that good stuff. I truly hope this in some way resonated with you. I hope you enjoyed the stories. I hope and pray that you will send me some of your stories, and I would love to hear them. Nothing I love more than when these podcasts truly resonate with you and As always, the best way that you can help me out or thank me for doing them or listening to them or putting them out is sharing them with someone who hasn't heard them. That is the biggest, most amazing thank you I could possibly ask for from anybody out there. If you want to forward this to a friend or send it on to someone else that you think would love it or benefit from it, that means the most to me so, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are looking to find me, you can find me on Instagram at MadsTads, my website www.madstads.com, and of course here on the podcast at MadsTads Beyond the Bike. I miss you. I adore you. I cannot wait to see you again in person and give you so many hugs, hopefully inside the four walls that are Soul Cycle. And if not, I will catch you back on here next week.
May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Thank you.